Hello, and welcome into another episode of Lessons in Product Management. I'm your host, John Fontenot, and today we are going to talk about shipping viable products to market and what that actually means. And we might expand the definition just a little bit. But before we start, if you're listening on the audio podcast, make sure to hit that follow button, rate, review if you're on the podcast or iTunes. If you're listening on YouTube, awesome. Thank you. Trying to grow the YouTube following. And we have a lot of great visual content coming to you with great leave behind resources in the description. So make sure if you're not following or subscribed on YouTube yet, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, share it with a friend, and let's jump right in. All right, so the typical definition of viability according to Webster's Dictionary is the ability to succeed or be sustained. And typically, we're thinking about ROI, right? Can we make more than it costs to build? Is it something that we can continue to make more than it costs to support? Think about the iPhone, right? Here's a great example from Statista on iPhone sales from 2007, 2018. And you see this really nice up and to the right trend. 2015 had a really big boom and it lowered down, but then it started going back up again incrementally. Point is, it's it's really good growth. And on its own, the iPhone could be its own sustainable business. So that's what we typically think of. And that's kind of what the results that we hope to see when we think about viability in traditional product terms. However, there are some factors other than what is the total available market or total addressable market, or what is the potential for ROI? How much money can we make? There's a lot of other variables that impact viability. And I want to unpack those a little bit in this episode. So let's take a look. So expanding the definition a bit, for a product to have success in market, it takes more than a good product team and a good product that meets a need of a customer or a group of customers, namely a market, right? You could build, you could have the cure to cancer, right? I I took this from Zia Mohammed. Um, He was a senior PM at IBM, and I think he is now at a startup. So if you're listening to this, I apologize for not remembering what startup you moved to. Either way, I took this quote from him. (laughs) You could have the cure for cancer, but if people don't know where to get it, what it is, how much it costs, right? then it doesn't really matter what you have. And it's the same thing for any product. You could have the cure to any pain that any customer has, and it might be big. They may be willing to pay you a lot of money for it, but if they don't know it exists, they don't know where to get it, they don't know how much it costs, they don't know what the return policy is in case it doesn't work. If they don't have all that information, they probably won't buy your product, okay? So you have to have the support of marketing, sales, customer success, and customer support to be successful, right? So that implies, but let's make it explicit, it implies that you are working ahead of time with marketing, sales, and all your other departments to make sure that your product launch is gonna be supported and that they have the information they need to do their jobs effectively, okay? Next, is your product compliant? Laws and regulations and compliance measures and new legislation gets passed all the time. And if we don't stay on top of it, if we're not talking to our legal team, if we're not doing our own research, we may miss something. 
right? And you don't want the government breathing down your neck. <laughs> you don't want uh, regulatory bodies coming and levying fines on your on your business. And you don't want your reputation tarnished by having you know data privacy outdated, right? Oh, this company isn't GDPR compliant, so you can't trust them. Like your competitors will do that stuff. That'll get released in press releases and all kind of stuff just to tarnish your name so your competitor can get a leg up on you. So make sure you're staying ahead of the curve and that you're following whatever compliance measures apply to you, right? If you're dealing with sensitive data, uh, personally identifiable information, PII, things like GDPR, CCPA, uh, HIPAA, especially if you're in healthcare, right? If you're dealing with biometrics, how can you use that data? How do you store it? What's the retention policy? All that stuff. If you're communicating outwards, do you have consent to text message somebody? You can't just do that stuff, right? All that stuff matters. And if you don't follow the laws of your country, and if you're a global company, right, you have to know the laws of other countries. And if you're not compliant there, you could be in trouble, right? That all impacts viability, right? And then lastly, we have technical debt. So this is one that I, I don't think people really think about either, right? You could have issues with agility, scalability, and reliability. And I'll give you some examples, right? So if you're in a position where the market starts to shift and you need to respond to those shifts in the market, whether it's behavioral shifts or new enabling technologies that are, that are creating new behaviors or some competitor that's threatening your position in the market, if you're loaded down with tech debt, you won't be very agile to go and address that, right? Because it's going to take a long time to make big pivots with your product and in your business. So that's a problem, right? That impacts viability. Uh, remember, we go back to the definition, sustained success means not just once, not just a year, but year over year success, okay? So this, this impacts that. And then scalability, right? Let's say you're a, a smaller, newer, or you know, about to be in growth stage. What if you hit the nail on the head, right? You found the magic piece to the puzzle. You have product market fit and the market's like, yes, we want this. Well, you're going to have to scale up with that demand. Right. If if you're not addressing technical debt along the way, you might be backing yourself into a corner where, where you can't address the demand fast enough. And some quicker competitor came in who didn't accumulate the same tech debt and doesn't have the same technical challenges you do. They go and they beat you and they're like, hey, we can get there. And all your the demand that you created from being the you know the first one to market is now out the window because this fast follower came and took all your all your customers, which that would suck. So technical debt can get in your way of scalability, but also reliability, right? If you're having uptime issues or um, you know anything that impacts like performance or your ability to reliably deliver on the service that uh, you claim you can deliver on because of technical debt, that's a problem. Um, so with that said, let's as we move into the, the new year and as we're looking to ship more viable products to market, I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy, but if you're a New Year's resolution person, let's be resolute in our determination to ship viable products to market. So we're seeing a lot more high fives like in this picture. Um, 
then, then we you know see ourselves scrambling around trying to fix issues uh, reactively right so let's be proactive and make sure that we're getting viable products out into the market so i hope i hope this was helpful i hope you enjoyed this session and i hope you had a very merry christmas and a happy holiday and a very blessed 2022 so go out conquer ship great products to market and i will see you next week on lessons in product management